The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all moving higher. Folks from New York Roadrunners ringing that closing bell as we wrap up trading on this Fed Minutes Wednesday. Markets moving higher. S&P 500 index up three now to 2181 at the close there. That is a gain of two-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials up 19 to 18,571, a gain of one-tenth of one percent. NASDAQ up a point to 5228, a gain there of less than one-tenth of one percent. Federal Reserve meeting minutes quelling speculation that borrowing costs could rise as soon as next month. The minutes showed officials were divided in July over the urgency to raise interest rates again. Peter Kenny is senior market strategist at Global Markets Advisory. He was our guest minutes ago right here on Taking Stock. The issue for the Fed is interest rates, and interest rates is not something that they can really engage in in September in terms of a raise. It's, it's not going to happen. If it's not in September, it's not going to be before the elections, which means does it happen in December? That's far enough off in terms of the calendar for investors to not really have to focus on it. The S&P 500 index up three points to 2182, a gain of two-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ up a point. Dow Industrials up 20. That is a gain of one-tenth of one percent. The tenure up 6.30 seconds, yield 1.55%. Gold lower by 4.40 the ounce to 13.48, a drop there of three-tenths of one percent. West Texas Intermediate Crude up 30 cents a barrel, 46.88 on WTI. That's a gain of six-tenths of one percent. Among the retailers declining today, Target, it was down 6.4%, cutting its annual forecast after the retail chain's sales slumped last quarter. Heading in the other direction, Urban Outfitters, it advanced today by 15.4%. Again, gold down three-tenths of 1%. 402 on Wall Street. Now, let's look at other news from around the world. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton made a campaign stop in Cleveland, Ohio today. She encouraged her supporters to get the word out. I hope you will talk to any of your friends who are flirting with the idea of voting for Donald Trump. Friends don't let friends vote for Trump. And with less than three months to go until Election Day, the Trump campaign is undergoing a major staff shakeup. The billionaire real estate mogul is bringing in Stephen Bannon of Breitbart News as chief executive officer and promoting pollster Kellyanne Conway to campaign manager. RNC Communications Director Sean Spicer. I think in the final 83 days, you're going to see a very focused, a very disciplined campaign that makes sure that not only do we take the case to Hillary Clinton, but that we put out a message that welcomes more people into this party, understands the challenges and the frustration that people face, and gives them a new vision and new hope as to where this country can go. Campaign Chairman Paul Manafort, who formally took over the reins following the departure of Corey Lewandowski in June, will retain his current title. 
Four pro football players face suspension next week if they don't talk to the NFL concerning allegations about banned performance-enhancing substances. Commissioner Roger Goodell's office says the players are obligated to cooperate with the investigation. The allegations against James Harrison, Clay Matthews, Julius Peppers, and Mike Neal arose in a report last year by Al Jazeera. The players' union says the four aren't required to submit to interviews. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, we are on Cisco Watch. Should be getting Cisco's results any minute now. We've got the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all advancing on this Wednesday. S&P up 4 to 2182, a gain there of two-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates emotion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Movers and Shakers for Wednesday, August the 17th, 2016. 303 issues in the S&P 500 move higher, 197 decline, and five are unchanged. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commerce, joins us now to begin our Movers and Shakers. Dave. Yeah, before I uh, mention a stock, let me just point out that, yes, it's the eighth day in a row where the S&P 500 changed direction from the previous day. Down, up, down, up, down, up, down, and today up. And in that time, the index has moved less than a point. Just goes to show you what we're dealing with at this point. Wasn't a good day, though, for for-profit hospital chains. You know, it was late Monday that Aetna said it would withdraw next year from most markets where it's offering Affordable Care Act coverage. You know, they followed the lead of United Health and Humana in scaling back their participation in what's known as Obamacare. The move has triggered concern that hospital admissions may slow and bad debt may increase. And that combination, well, you've got HCA Holdings falling 2.8% on the day, Tenant Healthcare down 3.3%, and Community Health Services with a loss of 5.8%. Well, you know, we've uh, been looking at a lot of retailers under pressure today for a variety of reasons. Probably the big picture reason for many of them is people just aren't spending as much money. Target, Barnes & Noble, so many more. But So let's take a look at somebody who is either lucky or doing it right. Urban Outfitters up 15% today to $36 and change. Urban Outfitters topping analyst estimates for second quarter sales and profits. Our Bloomberg story by Nick Turner also talks about how Children's Place is doing well. They're gaining only about a percent. Nevertheless, uh, these results do help brighten the outlook of a sector that is suffering from sluggish mall traffic, a shift of young shoppers to online shopping. In fact, Aeropostale, American Apparel, Quicksilver, and Pacific Sunwear have all filed for bankruptcy over the past year, Pim. I'll just tell you right now about Cisco, uh, the company coming out with its fourth quarter fiscal uh Earnings per share of 63 cents. That is uh, better than the uh, average analyst estimate of 60 cents. The company also saying that it will cut up to 5,500 jobs. Uh, shares right now of Cisco are lower by about 3% in after hours trading. I was going to tell you about Caesars Entertainment. The, the shares higher by more than 6%. 
The company says they've made progress in negotiations with dissident bondholders and should have a deal before its operating unit's disputed bankruptcy plan goes up for a judge's approval. This all according to a court-appointed mediator. Uh, once again, uh, shares of Caesars Entertainment up more than 6%. Well, Viacom has been locked in this power struggle between its controlling shareholder, Sumner Redstone, and his daughter, Sherry, and the management under uh, chief executive and chairman, Philippe Dauman. And now Fortune magazine's reporting that the two sides appear to be close to an agreement under which Dauman would give up his jobs. The report cited unnamed sources and the prospect of a management shuffle Looking like a positive for Viacom, the shares gaining 2.1% on the day. Well, I want to take a look at Popeye's. This is uh, obviously a restaurant that has fallen victim to softening sales across the restaurant industry. Uh, Popeye's, in fact, uh, down more than 10%. I want to just find my latest look here. Yeah. It was down more than 10%. It, it narrowed that loss to about 5.6%. Nevertheless, it posted weaker than expected same-store sales growth for the second quarter and more. Uh, its CEO said that slower sales were consistent with the sector. In other words, other people are slowing down, too. And, in fact, even as Popeye sales weakened during the quarter, it grabbed market share, hitting a record 26.6% of the quick-service chicken segment. Now, I'll just tell you about Cardinal Financial Corporation. Uh, the shares higher by more than 5% today. Uh, United Bank shares in talks to buy the rival a lender. This is according to a person familiar with the matter. The deal uh, perhaps will be announced in the coming days. Cardinal Financial has total assets of about $4.2 billion, and uh, they have offices in Virginia, Maryland, and Washington, D.C. United Bank shares headquartered in Washington, D.C. and Charleston, West Virginia. Once again, uh, the shares of Cardinal Financial up more than 5%. Time now for the Volatility Index Report brought to you by CBOA VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOA VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Well, not such a powerful outcome today. Now, the VIX had been on its way to its biggest two-day, decli- two-day climb, I should say, in seven weeks. Instead, it's closing down a half point at 12.16. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Mr. Wilson! Dave Wilson, tell us about Site One Landscape Supply. Now, this is a company, Pim, that does business with professionals who design, install, and maintain landscaping. The company refers to itself as the largest and only national wholesale distributor of landscape supplies in the U.S. It also does business in Canada. Site One is backed by the buyout firm Clayton, DeBillier, and Rice, and the farm equipment maker Deer. Together, their stakes amount to 69%. Clayton DeBillier and Deere accounted for all the 10 million shares the company sold in May when it went public. Now, Site One's ticker is Site, S-I-T-E, not a surprise given its name. The company's initial public offering was made at $21 a share, and the stock rose as high as $40.55 last month. Today brought a setback which followed the release of second quarter results. Site One's revenue failed to meet the average analyst estimate in the Bloomberg survey, and sales excluding newly acquired businesses, which the company calls organic revenue, dropped 2% in the quarter. And uh, Site One shares suffered their biggest one-day drop since the IPO. 
They declined as much as 12% in today's trading before closing with a loss of 5.7%. Dave Wilson, thank you so very much. He is our stock editor, and if you listen every day, you know he's our resident musicologist uh, playing Jimi Hendrix's Star Spangled Banner at Woodstock on 40th anniversary of that performance. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox. Up next, Jim Weber from Brooks Running. He's based in Seattle. He's in our New York studio today. A look at the Olympics. Yet another way in which uh, it favors some of the people who put the Olympics together but isn't so good for the athletes. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by CashPro, the cash management platform from Bank of America, Merrill Lynch. CashPro lets you stay on top of your working capital in real time. It's totally pro-business. That's the power of global connections. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.